Hello and welcome to Rise Up with Orion, our podcast. We are excited today to launch our second season of our podcast. So thank you for rejoining us this year. And we truly have a very timely podcast recording today all about New Year's resolutions and even more specifically New Year's resolutions when we're still within the COVID-19 pandemic. We want to make sure that we're being safe but also being successful with our New Year's resolutions. So we have got a great expert on the podcast today, Tori. She is one of our Orion health coaches. She's been with Orion just about three years she is a true expert when it comes to setting goals and helping people work towards them and really helping them along the way to see their wins and celebrate their wins. She has a degree in public health and it is her passion is helping people prevent disease to be able to perform at their very best. And along the lines of our presentation today, she's going to help all of us as our personal health coach today to set some New Year's resolutions. So welcome, Tori, to Rise Up with Orion. Thank you for joining us. And what is the deal with New Year's resolutions? Thank you so much, Tara. I am really excited to be here and be able to talk about resolutions um, today. It, New Year's resolutions, it's kind of that tradition, right? Like new year, new me. I'm going to make all these changes moving into the new year. Um, and it's so easy to get caught up in the, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this and this, and then see if it happens or not. Because a lot of the time, our, their New Year's resolutions don't go quite as we plan for them to go. Um, in, the University of Alabama actually did a study on this um, to see how many people were, are fulfilling their resolutions and plan to make resolutions. And last year, 2020, um, only 35% of people kept all their resolutions, 49% kept some of them, and 16% failed at keeping any of their resolutions. So it's, it's difficult to, be, to kind of look at those statistics and say, oh, but what about me? Like, I have goals, I have resolutions I want to make, and how can I overcome those things to be able to make them happen throughout the entire year? No question. I think as we think about New Year's resolutions too, and a lot of the media that surrounds this, I mean, people are setting New Year's resolutions primarily around exercising. And we see a lot of that, you know, for individuals who go to recreation centers or gyms or personal trainers, there's a huge uptick in that at the beginning of the year. So we know that exercise is one of the main New Year's resolutions, but boy, especially during a pandemic, this is a tough one. Um, you know, and it really leads to that losing weight, which is the second most popular New Year's resolution, and it is tough. We're in the middle of a pandemic, um, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a lot of the time, and you think about historically, the gyms all get so crowded in January because everyone's like, okay, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to make this happen. And this year across the country, that's not an option to crowd the gyms as we have in years past. And so it's important to find ways that this year, in this pandemic world that we're in right now to be able to improve your fitness safely and carefully um, so that way you won't get sick, but you'll also be able to make the changes you want to see this year because, I mean, for most of us, these last few months have been really, really tough and we're all wanting to make some changes as we're continuing forward in this pandemic world that we're in. Yeah, and just as you said, continuing forward, again, making sure that we're not just throwing safety by the wayside because it's been going on for nearly 11 months now. So again, yeah. really focusing on that. And I know we're going to talk about it in a little bit, but 
you know, a lot of the New Year's resolutions that are going to be 2021 oriented about mental and emotional health. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, that's one of the most important areas that we can all be working on this year because it's, it, last year was tough. So we want to just make sure we're taking good care of ourselves, both physically and mentally, um, as we figure out how to navigate through um, the craziness in the world right now. Definitely. Well, Tori, how do we get started? I think, you know, as we're, you know, we're a couple weeks into January and it's okay if you haven't set New Year's resolutions this year or in the past, but how do we get started with being successful with this? Yeah. So the first thing I would recommend doing is taking some time to reflect on your resolutions and make sure that they're meaningful. Find ways to make those resolutions things that you're going to want to do this year. Figure out your why. Why is it something you want to do? Why is it important to you? And make sure that there are things that you're actually going to want to accomplish as you move forward. Um, Also setting smart goals, making sure that your goals aren't too big, too broad, or too much but that they are specific, that they're measurable, um, they're attainable, they're relevant, they're time-bound. If you can do all these things, it makes it more practical to create a goal for yourself to accomplish. Um, It's also important to break up the big resolutions. Set smaller, digestible ones. Do something small that you know you can accomplish and then build upon that as you start moving forward. Yeah, a great example with, you know, that one is um, an amazing book that I would love to recommend all of our listeners um, pick up at some point or listen to maybe. Um, it's called Tiny Habits and the author is B.J. Fogg. Is It is an amazing book that not only teaches us, you know, how to form positive habits or to get rid of negative habits, but also to break it down into something that we can actually successfully do. And one of his suggestions was, um, or one of his examples was to, you know, a person was making a push-up goal that they were going to break down a big strength training goal into something manageable. And their New Year's resolution was that they were going to do two push-ups every day. And to most of us, that's probably like, wow, totally doable, too easy. But the reality was, is that they could successfully do two push-ups every day and celebrate that. And the reality was, is that they were doing so many more than that, but they met their goal by doing at least two every day. So again, talk about setting a smart goal and breaking it up and then also celebrating it every day when they did at least two. Uh, Oh, I love that so much because there's the, this, that's one of the biggest things is if you can accomplish that goal, it's such a celebration. So you want to set goals for yourself that you know you can accomplish and then build on those as well. Because a lot of the time he probably was doing more than those two, but on the days where he was like, you know what, there are only, I can just do two push push-ups today and I'm going to do that. What a win that still is to accomplish that goal. No question. Jeez. And doesn't it feel good when you're like, yeah, check the box. I did it. (laughs) I love it. And you can celebrate (laughs) with other people as well. Definitely. Yeah. You want to make sure that you're sharing these goals with other people. Tell someone or write it down or track it, whatever it takes. Um, make sure that you're, you have that level of accountability that's going to help you to succeed. And really a lot of the time talking to someone is, it makes a huge difference, whether that be a friend or a family member or a health coach. There's someone that you can talk to who can then celebrate with you as you do have those accomplishments. And if things don't go quite as planned, they can also help you to get back up and keep going. Definitely. And I think, 
you know, all these different steps on how to be successful um, can also really be drawn back to, you know, the Orion partnership and some of the assets that Orion brings to you and your company and your spouse, if you are part of our, our group. Um, again, we're here to help you along each of these different steps, whether it be now in January or, you know, maybe not until October. So Orion is here along the way to help you with these things. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, let's let's chat about some of the specifics that we can be doing this year. Um, we're still in a pandemic. We're still trying to figure out how to do things safely. And it, at this point, I mean, it's been a hard year, and a lot of a lot of us kind of didn't think that this would last this long. I mean, I was talking to people back in March who were like, "Well, yeah, by summertime, everything will be back to normal." I sure thought it would be, but. Here we are, and we're needing to figure out new ways to adapt and make changes to be able to keep moving forward. So something to think about is um, what has worked for you this year, and what do you want to change as we are moving into a new year? What changes can you make in your life that can better help you to be able to get more physically active and accomplish that resolution? Right. We're stuck at home sometimes, maybe not going to the gym. Maybe that's not something that is possible, or maybe we can't afford a lot of the at-home equipment that maybe would be very helpful yeah. to keep us active at <laughs> home. So I think that's huge just to think about what's worked and what, what does our environment allow? Definitely. Yeah. And here are a few more ideas too. Um, figure out what works for you and then maybe see if there's one or two things that you can incorporate into your routine and lifestyle. And not everything works for everyone. One thing that works well for someone might not work well for someone else. And so you just need to figure out what's the best path for you to go on. Um, a few ideas though. First off, have fun. Make it social while staying safe. Um, there are people I know who, when they go out on their walks, they'll get on the phone with their friends and chat with them while they're all walking at the same time. Um, just to make sure that they're still keeping up with those friendships and making sure that they're also having that accountability of, okay, we're walking at this time today. Let's all get out and make it happen. Um, resistance training is another great way. A lot of the time we think that it needs to be cardio and we're doing that exercise, but doing some body weight workouts can, and strength training at home is very possible and very doable. Um, you don't even need any equipment. There's different things that you're able to do to be able to build muscle. Um, also breaking it up, making sure that if your schedule does not allow for you to do a 30 minute workout, do 10 minutes here and 10 minutes there. Take a couple of breaks throughout your day and get up and walk, get up and move, um, and create an environment that encourages that kind of movement to make sure that you're using that time well to move around. And even if it's just clearing some space in your office to do some jumping jacks or some push-ups, that's something that you can do to be able to make sure you're moving during your day and giving your body that break, especially if you're sitting and looking at a computer all day. I think that's huge too, especially when it comes to resistance training is, you know, we've got our own body weight and gravity. So again, um, as we do reevaluate and think about our physical activity, um, don't think that it comes with a price tag. We have got so much of what we need just right here with our bodies. It's so true. And it can be a celebration too of the things that our bodies can do. So often we tell ourselves, oh, well, I ate this food, so now I have to go and exercise. But if we change our relationships with exercise, it makes it easier to create those routines and stick with them as well. If you're using it as a celebration and a good thing, it's something that, oh, wow, my body can do this. I can try this and do these awesome physical activities um, to be able to keep yourself going. 
it, it makes a big difference if you're looking at it with a positive spin rather than the negative. Um, you also want to find a time that works for you. Some people, it'll be morning, some people evening, some people their lunch break. It's different for everyone, but what matters is you know that it's a time that will work best for you to be consistent. Um, also you want to keep it interesting, try something new, do something that you'll be able to, um, experience and maybe enjoy that you might not have thought of before in the past. Um, there's lots of different things that, I mean, we're all kind of having to get creative and find different ways to stay active. And so keeping it interesting and trying something new are a couple of big things as well as getting outside and getting that fresh air makes all the difference. No question. I think, you know, a lot of the times we fall into the trap of, oh, well, all my friends get up at 5 a.m. to exercise, but man, I just can't do that. And that is okay. You know, I have many friends who do that and I'm one of those where I'm not a morning exerciser and that is the reality <laughs> of my situation. Um, so again, know that you don't have to fall into those exact same parameters as those around you or, you know, even some of the experts that say that's the best for you. If that's not something that's possible, I think we need to make it work for us and, you know, find what works, as you mentioned earlier, what's worked in the past. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, even if the experts say, oh, this is best, if it doesn't work for you, then that's not best for you. And so figuring out what is best for you is key. And it takes some experimenting and maybe some trial and error, but if you stick with it and learn from those challenges and maybe those mistakes, then it's okay. Cause you'll be able to get to where you want to be eventually as you look at it as an experiment and keep moving forward. Sure. No question. And Tori, what about, um, if we only have two minutes, you know, during the day to incorporate some exercise, what are, what's an idea or a couple ideas that we could do just to fill those two minutes to give ourselves a little bit of a break to move? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. I mean, one thing that you can do is just stretch. Um, especially if you're sitting all day staring at a computer screen, your body is in the same posture, same position, and it feels so good to just do a few shoulder rolls, roll your neck around, stretch your arms in front of you, maybe get up and touch your toes. I mean, just do some things to just move your body. Um, at the end of the day, just that movement can make a huge difference. So even if you just have two minutes in the middle of your work day, take that second to do that because it, your body will thank you for it. Yeah, no kidding. Just some head rolls, some wrist stretches, you name it, wherever yes. that tension is being held. I know that I've benefited from that during that three o'clock slump when, <laughs> you know, many of us grab coffee or a snack or a sweet just to get through the last couple hours. So I think stretching is a fantastic way to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, there's are some ideas for your physical activity resolutions. Another area that people like to talk about though, too, is nutrition. Um, it's, I mean, weight loss is a big goal. Changing eating patterns is a big goal. And especially with this past year, with so many people working from home and situations changing, restaurants closing, and just all these different things that have happened, there have been new challenges that we've all been facing in our goals to eat a healthy diet. Um, so one thing to kind of consider as we start moving into this next point of discussion is how are you overcoming the challenges to eating healthy? What are you doing to overcome some of those barriers? And what are the things that you want to change as we do move into 2021? Yeah, I guess one of my, you know, my ways to overcoming is to just put a padlock on my refrigerator and cabinet. Um, not a reality, obviously, but again, there's a lot of those temptations now that are, you know, close at hand, if, especially if we are in a work from home environment. 
um, it's tough because it is there at our fingertips all the time. <laughs> yeah. And not only there at our fingertips, but we've been dealing with a lot higher emotions this year, a lot of stress, a lot of loneliness, a lot of boredom. And so a lot of the time, the first thought is, oh, well, let's go to the refrigerator. Let's go to the pantry, see what I can find. And it's, mm-hmm. it's difficult to get out of that mindset. Yeah. Chocolate fixes everything, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, as you're creating these, I, these plans for yourself for this year, here are a few quick tips. Um, and again, think about what works for you. It doesn't have to be what worked for someone else. It doesn't even have to be something on this list, but just think about what might work for your personal situation. Um, first off, try adding things rather than restricting and saying, I'm never going to eat sugar or I'm never going to eat salt. Try instead putting a positive spin and saying, I'm going to add vegetables or I'm going to add protein to my diet. And you'll find that a lot of those things will naturally start edging out the sugars and the salts or other snacks that you may be wanting to eat instead. Um, It's also important to eat your veggies first. Um, When you sit down for dinner, eat the vegetables on your plate before you eat anything else and pay attention to your body's cues. Think about the different ways that your body is telling you, Oh, okay, I'm full. And listen to those cues, follow through with them. Um, rather than just saying, Oh no, there's still more food. I need to eat it all. Save it for the next day. Yeah. And for Um, those of us that miss going to restaurants, you know, there's a, there's a, a method to the menus at, at restaurants too, is, you know, this salad usually comes before the entree and they give you water. Well, they used to, they give you water to start. So again, I think a lot of, there's a method to the madness with that. And it really does sometimes enforce some of these, you know, positive behaviors. Yeah, definitely. And so if you can incorporate that in your home environment, then that can make a big difference as well. Um, And I like that you mentioned the water because increasing your water intake is another great resolution. Um, Making sure that you're getting that water you need throughout the day, maybe drinking water before you have a snack or before a meal, that can help as well. Also doing healthy swaps in your cooking. Um, Maybe rather than using oil, use applesauce when you're baking cookies or if you're going for the potato chips, maybe grab some carrot sticks instead. Just find those healthy air, those areas where you can make a swap and make a healthier choice. Yeah, um, one of the things that we're doing for tonight, rather than having, you know, pasta noodles, you know, we're doing, you know, the new catchphrase, zoodles, um, <laughs> zucchini noodles underneath, you know, our chicken cutlet instead of, you know, some of those higher calorie, high carb, you know, options. So just a kind of a healthy swap that I'm going to give it a whirl tonight. Yeah, that is a great idea. A great way to be able to get some more veggies in too. So um, another thing that you can try is a food diary, just tracking the food intake that you have and keeping an eye on, okay, so what am I eating throughout the day and what do I want to change? It helps to hold you a little bit more accountable as well. Keeping alcohol in check is also important right now. I mean, it's, it's been a hard year and alcohol has been something that a lot of people have turned to, to help with some of the emotions they've dealt with. Um, but it can, reducing that can help both your physical and your mental health, um, by just making sure that you're not overdoing it with the alcohol. Um, also by creating routines and plans for yourself, setting yourself up for success by saying, okay, here's when I'm going to go grocery shopping. Here's when I can meal prep or meal plan. And just making sure that you're developing the habits can make a big difference. Um, as you plan ahead, share that plan with someone, make sure that there's someone who you can have on the same page as you so that they can hold you accountable and back you up with the goals that you're setting. Mm -hmm. Also practicing positive stress management techniques makes a big difference too. 
as I think we, one of the things yeah. that I was thinking about with kind of the accountability of it oh, is yeah. sharing someone with it. And we talked about this in some of our podcasts in 2020, but again, I think those people can either be there to help us with our resolutions, but they can also sacrifice our New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, you know, having that partner with us um, to make sure that we're all on the same page is probably a helpful thing to do. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. It's like you don't want someone who's sabotaging you, but someone who's helping you along and being that support for you. And so you have to have those conversations and make sure that you're all on the same page about it. So, And I think yeah. when you were talking about alcohol, that was kind of the prime example too, is, you know, a bottle of wine gets opened at night, but your new year's resolution is to not drink alcohol during the week. But now that bottle of wine just got popped open on a Tuesday. So again, you know, making sure that we're all on the same page. So maybe that temptation isn't quite as obvious. Yes. Oh, definitely. It makes a huge difference. Um, and being able to talk to people and rely on them in that way is also a good way to practice some positive stress management tips. Um, it's so easy, kind of as we talked about earlier, that board eating or that emotional eating is so easy right now, especially if you're working from home. And if you can find some positive ways to manage that stress, it can help a lot um, with the with reducing kind of that bored, mindless eating that we so often fall into. Mm -hmm. um, and we can chat some more about some of those mental and emotional um, ways to be able to overcome some of that, some of those eating habits and such. So definitely, I think, you know, to your point, a lot of the mental and emotional goals are going to be huge um, as New Year's resolution. So I think, you know, any tips and tricks you've got for mental and emotional, <laughs> you know, ways to cope um, for 2021 would be great. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's been a hard year, you know, it's, I mean, we, I feel like we've kind of said this a couple of times that there's been a lot we've all dealt with this year. And so finding those ways to continue to deal with it positively is so important. Um, one, one idea is to, um, figure out first off exactly how stressed you, how, how stressed you are. Um, and if you do a Google search for what is called the perceived stress scale, um, you can go ahead and go through, it asks you a few questions, you put number answers down, and then it gives you the number ranges for if you have low stress, moderate stress, or high stress. And that can give you some ideas of, okay, how am I doing today? What do I want to do to change things up? And how can I make sure that I'm taking good care of my mental and emotional health in the face of all this stress? Definitely. And Tori, would you say that doing that stress scale on a semi-regular basis would be helpful for people? Oh, for sure. I mean, even doing it a couple of times a week, maybe every day, if you feel like it would be that beneficial, um, just so that you can get that snapshot of where am I today? Am I doing great? If so, great. What's going well for me today? What can I, how can I incorporate that into harder days? Or maybe you would take it and you're like, wow, I am really, really stressed. I need to take a break and do something to be able to relieve some of that stress that's in my life right now. Um, and there are some different and ways. valleys of it. Yeah. <laughs> and valleys yeah. of COVID-19. <laughs> oh yes. We've all seen them. We've all had them. So yeah. Um, but there's a few different way, things that you can do to be able to overcome, um, some of that stress and be able to mitigate it in your life. Um, meditation, progressive relaxation, mindfulness, deep breathing. These are some things that you can do any time of the day. Um, just take a step back from your computer for a minute. Just take a quick break, step away from whatever it is you're doing and just do some deep breathing, some muscle relaxation, some meditation, just so that you can go ahead and feel that relief from some of that stress and anxiety you may be dealing with. 
No question. And for those of you that joined our podcast last month, we actually did a progressive muscle relaxation. So zoom into our December podcast episode. If you're looking for maybe where to start, we would love for you to try that progressive muscle relaxation that's guided um, and see how it feels for you. So it's kind of a good place to start if you don't know where to, where to start. Yeah. Just really easy way to just get going with something. So yeah. Um, some other ideas too include finding new ways to connect with loved ones. I mean, it's, it's been a weird year. We just made it through the holidays and it was a very different holiday for a lot of us this year. Um, we weren't all able to connect in the same ways with loved ones we've been able to. And so finding new ways to keep those relationships going is so important. Um, one thing that we've done is we've done game nights over Zoom with friends and with family. And that's been a fun way to be able to connect and still do something that we enjoy while being able to maintain those relationships, even if we can't be together in person. Yeah, we did a couple's dinner a couple weeks ago where there were three different couples. We all cooked our own meals and we brought our laptop to the table, which technically is a big no-no most of the time to bring technology (laughs) to the table. But again, it was a great way to all be together in a unique way. We could all laugh and have a good time even though we weren't together. I think some of the creative ways that are out there, like your game night or trivia night, it's so fun to see the creative ways that people are connecting so they're not feeling so isolated and alone. It's really fun to hear all the different ideas that this pandemic has brought out in many of us. Oh, for sure. And those ideas are out there. So, I mean, yeah, talk to people you know, or maybe even do a quick Google search to be able to find some of those ways that you can incorporate those things. Um, Some additional things that you can be doing are practicing gratitude. I mean, it's, it's been a hard year. Find the things that were good that you can be thankful for that have happened. And even on a daily basis, even if you just say, you know what, today I am thankful for sunshine. It can be that little silver lining on the things that you're dealing with in your life. Um, finding meaning and purpose also makes a big difference as well. Find those ways that you can feel peace in the middle of all the craziness um, and just make sure that you know, okay, you know what, I can keep going for these reasons. Spending time in nature can also be very helpful as well. Getting that fresh air, getting outdoors, it makes a difference for both your physical self and your mental self too. Um, I think nature has been something many people have turned toward over the last 10 months is, you know, trying hiking and camping and different water sports during the summertime. And now that we're into winter, you know, snowshoeing and Mm -hmm. taking up skiing or snowboarding. I think there's so many different opportunities to try something new, as you mentioned earlier, but also getting in tune with nature for our mental and emotional health as well. Yeah, yeah, it really does. There really is, are those two elements that are to getting in nature. You can get that physical health need and that mental health need. So, um, which kind of goes into the next thing too. Just make sure you're taking care of your body, eat healthy, exercise, get enough sleep. Those things can make a huge difference for your mental and emotional health and really tie into some of those other possible resolutions you have. Um, writing in a journal, reflecting on how you're feeling, having an outlet where you can share your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions is so important. And that can even be talking to someone, a family member, a friend, a coach, a therapist, just taking, sitting down, taking the time to talk to someone and share what you're experiencing can really help relieve some of that stress and anxiety that you may be dealing with. Um, one last tip too, is taking a break from social media and the news. I mean, there is a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world right now. And it, the social media news can really bring you down and make it difficult to be able to relieve some of that stress when it causes so much more stress. So even just saying, you know what, I'm going to be off social media for a few days, see how I feel can make a big difference as you move forward and deal with some of the emotions and stressors that are going on right now. 
Definitely. It's, it's tough. And I think a lot of those different outlets for us bring out anger and frustration and fear and, you know, uncertainty, I think. Um, so taking a break, I think is huge. And I know I'm going to add that one to my list. Um, at the same time, you know, for our mental and emotional health as well, just being kind and being open-minded, yeah. not only to ourselves, but to other people as well. Definitely. Yeah. And just being willing to be that listening ear for other people too. I mean, it's, it's a good balance to be able to have those relationships where you can help others and serve others and where you can allow that to happen for you as well in those, in those friendships or relationships with your family and such. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, just a few, um, takeaways, just some things to be thinking about as you're creating those resolutions for yourself. Um, just be, be thinking about the different things that you can be doing to incorporate these things and be kind to yourself. There are going to be challenges this year that we can't anticipate. Um, it's like you, you look at last year, maybe you set resolutions last January and come mid March, they all fell apart because the world kind of fell apart there. Um, but if you can just be prepared now and say, okay, you know what? There are things this year that might happen that I can't anticipate right now. And if you're patient with yourself and you don't give up, you can overcome those challenges and be able to keep moving forward and continue to progress with whatever it is you're trying to accomplish this year. Tori, what's your suggestion for those that may fall off that wagon at some point with their New Year's resolutions where unfortunately they don't meet it or they fail? You know, what's your, what's your suggestion so they don't just give up? Yeah, because it, it is so easy to just give up and say, well, I can try again next year. But if you can find ways to say, you know what, life changed, life got crazy, I fell off the wagon, I wasn't able to accomplish it the same way I thought I could but I can restart. So if you can go ahead and tell yourself, you know what, let's just adapt, maybe make some changes to what you were doing. You can start up again anytime you want to. There's no rule that says, okay, resolution. If you start in January and you have to finish in December, you can let those ebb and flow and just take them as they come depending on your circumstances. Because again, life gets crazy. We don't always know what to expect or what's going to happen. But if you can go ahead and just be patient with yourself and not give up. You can go ahead and start up again anytime you need to. And it may be hard. You may have to adapt or change that resolution. And that's okay too. Yeah. And what about those that are off to the races and they have just nailed it. They've killed it in January and they met their resolution already. Oh, um, yeah. Should they just put it in cruise control for the rest of the year? Um, no, I would say keep building on that. You know, if you are rocking it, if things are going perfectly, what's your next step? How can you push yourself a little bit more and keep growing? Because New Year's resolutions are all, are not just about like, let's make a change and stick with it. They're about growth and progression and seeing how can I continue to better myself and improve myself moving forward. So if you're just flying through this year, everything's going perfectly, find new ways to challenge and stretch yourself. Definitely. We're only 13 days in, so you never know. But again, I think that is so great, not only to adapt in negative, but also positive ways to know that resolutions aren't just a January, um, you know, goal for ourselves. I think that is so yeah. important to remember. Oh, definitely. And focusing on the long term makes a big difference. Where do you want to be a year from now? Because if, you're, if your year's resolution is going perfectly, then 
do you just want to be perfectly doing that or do you want to make a change? And if it's not going perfectly, as it's probably the case for most of us already, or at least might be in the next couple of months, then think to, you can take that step back and say, okay, what steps do I need to take to be able to accomplish what I want to in this year from now and keep moving forward, being flexible and just allowing yourself to do what you can and navigate through any craziness that comes your way. And you keep saying the word you over and over and over again, because New Year's resolutions are very personal. We shouldn't be thinking about other people when we're setting these goals. It's a very personal thing. So finding out what works for ourselves and not focusing social media, friends, others, peers, it's a personal journey, don't you think? Oh, a hundred percent. You need to find what you can do best for your lifestyle and what will be beneficial for you. That's going to look so different from your neighbor, from your friend, from the people you follow on social media, from your family even. That'll be different, but it's important to do what's going to be best for you and not be focusing on what other people think you should be doing or what you think other people think you should be doing, but really just being honest with yourself and kind to yourself and what you want to accomplish. No question. I think, you know, that is so important to remember as we, you know, get into, you know, more tumultuous times in 2021. It's not going to be easy. I think many people started 2021. They were like, hey, new year, it's going to be great. But there's always <laughs> going to be different barriers in the road and different struggles that we deal with. So I think all great things. And I hope everyone on the podcast has started a little journal, maybe, as Tori's mentioned, to, to start from somewhere. So Tori, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. You are such an asset and an expert in this field, so I'm glad that you could bring your expertise to the table. Well, thank you, Tara. It's been a pleasure chatting with you today, and um, great to be able to be involved and hopefully help people with their New Year's resolutions. Definitely. Thank you everyone for joining Rise Up with Orion for this month. We will be back in February where we will be talking to Dr. John Ryan. He is a local cardiologist here in the state of Utah, and he's going to be bringing his powerful heart health advice to us. So please join in for Rise Up with Orion next month. Excited to have John Ryan with us and make sure that you write down those resolutions and do your very best to meet them long-term. And if you need any support, never ever hesitate to reach out to Orion. We are here to help you with each of the steps to being successful in setting those resolutions. Enjoy the rest of your month and we'll be back next month. Thank you so much.